good foot um, because we've got a note that from the New York Post that says yes looks like possibly the restrictions for New York could be lifted by June June 1st that's step number one which is a huge deal New York New Jersey and, and Connecticut may be able to begin lifting sanctions as early as uh, lifting lockdowns as early as June there's a new model that they are following according to the Health Metrics and Evaluation Institute. So keep your eye on that. With containment strategies, we could open up before we know it. Just hanging in there. Secondly, we wake up today finding out that uh, Kim Jong-un is in grave condition. Wow. Wow. What would happen if something, if he went down? And so the world is is kind of spinning on its axis and in a good way. I know you don't want death on anybody, of course, but, you know, the guy's killed so many. So if he did go, that might not be a bad thing. And also, and also, it could shake up North Korea for the better. We'll have to see about that. Anyway, and we'll have to see if he recovers or not. So some wild times last night alone. President Trump did ban all immigration. That's right. Uh, and, and here's the thing about that, really quickly. Suspending immigration to the U.S. is something that I think the lockdown governors would agree with. Look, if you want to lock us down... You shouldn't be upset at an overall lockdown of our seal-up of our country. You already are locking in your citizens, so why would you be so upset if we locked out others from coming in during this time of crisis? I, and if you are upset with it, then open up your government, because that is hypocrisy to the max. Now, something that I've started to learn is that people are recognizing the human impact. I've said here before, I don't believe in regulating through the roof. I do believe there are regulations that are needed to keep the environment clean, but not 1,200,000 that seem to be out there. I'm exaggerating. But perhaps this time could show us the true, true human impact of, um, of this because... We're all staying inside. We recognize that staying inside is a human effort to reduce the curve, to flatten the curve. Well, tomorrow is Earth Day, so I want to welcome a friend of mine, Moni Brostowska of Moni Environmental Consulting. And uh, she's got a, a cool event coming up tomorrow at happy hour. So I want to get her on to talk about it today. Hey, I am joined by one of my closest friends from college, one of my good friends from college, 
Moni. And first of all, Monica, welcome to my podcast. First time ever. And since college, you've kind of done your own thing. You've become a businesswoman. You've become an entrepreneur. First of all, tell us what you've been doing since Queens. Thank you. Um, there's actually been a lot of things that I've been doing since um, I graduated in 2016. So it's going to be four years this year since I've graduated. Um, I've worked at a lot of really important, or at least in my opinion, very important companies. Mm-hmm. Um, right after right after I graduated, I worked at Genesis Engineering okay. and Sustainable CUNY. Um and actually, I worked at both of them at the same time as a liaison. So I was dealing with electric vehicle projects and solar. Um, yeah. After that, I joined. Oops, sorry, <laughs> I joined Wildan Energy Solutions, um, which actually ended up um, taking Genesis Engineering on as, okay. as their own. So I just transferred programs. I ended up going into energy efficiency with Con Edison. Um, which was great. All of that was was what I needed to have the experience to do what I'm doing now. Right. Uh, which is running my own company for environmental consulting and planning. Tell us about that. I mean, obviously, you did the engineering, and that was an experience. How did you take all that and turn it into a business for your own um, livelihood? Well, it was interesting because each company gave me a different set of skills. Um, okay. I would like to think that I had these skills within me already, but they really sharpened them. Um, so Genesis Engineering really gave me the technical background. Okay. Um, dealing with the engineering of the projects and you know how to put together reports and stuff that I needed in order to be able to present a project. Um, while Sustainable CUNY, that gave me more of the project management side of it. Okay. And how to communicate with different stakeholders and, you know, how to keep them communicating with each other, not right. just me. And then with Wilder Energy Solutions, what really came out of that was me realizing how good of a multitasker I am. Okay. Um, that was really, that was really huge because I was doing several different things at once and also just helping a lot of different people at, at one time. You know, you were telling me that you're, you're kind of, antsy at home that you get a lot of work done but how have you been able to you've also said you've worked from home the last year or so so how have you yeah. been able to take your business home and how have you been able to adapt to what we're through right now and for those who still aren't used to this what advice might you have working from home that's a that's an interesting topic i'm glad you asked that because in the beginning i thought that this would be really simple um because of how much i've spent at home mm-hmm. from running my own company right um but it's actually, you know, it's still limiting, so I still feel the pain of not being able to go to my favorite places, you know, um, things like the gym, which really helped reduce stress after sure. day. Sure, And I know you love the campus. I mean, we all kind of miss campus when we can't be on it, right? The, the college yes, campus. Absolutely. Uh, it's a whole different environment, you know, a whole different vibe. Being on campus, I feel, automatically makes you more productive just because of the people that are around you. You know, when, when you see someone doing work, it mm-hmm. makes you want to do work, too. And that applies not just to work, but, you know, to the gym and sure. things that are good for you. Um, so I would actually say that that is a big, um, 
not big, but I'd say it's a really helpful tip. Um, if you want to stay focused, surround yourself. And I know it's hard to say surround because we're, we're isolated. Right, but, right. You know, really keep watching things that motivate you. Mm. Um, you know, try the best that you can to think about the future. And that this will not last forever, even if it seems like it does. And many days it really does. Someone said today to get out and do nature walks. And I'm kind of like that, but I'm also not... That's a little different. So I'm a little cooped up here. And um, do you ever feel the anxiousness? Do you ever feel like, oh my gosh, I'm here in one place? Or have you adjusted to that? Oh no, it's it's definitely <laughs> it definitely drives me crazy. <laughs> you know, and it's different for me because I don't have a whole house that I can be free in or anything. I, I just have my room. Mm. Um, so I feel even more cooped up than most people do. <laughs> Well, I, I'd imagine so. So I know that you've been doing a lot of e-learning and doing college classes online and whatnot, but you're having a big event through your company this upcoming Tuesday for Earth, uh, Wednesday, sorry, for Earth Day. Tell us about that for a second. Okay, so this, um, I don't even know, because, I mean, it's natural to think that I would throw this kind of event, um, because my company is an environmental company, but really it was inspired by my interns. Okay. They really seem like they're, they're ready to do this event. <laughs> well, so how many and people do you have on staff for your company? Right now with me, there's four people. Wow. And, you know, they're really excited about this event. They they have put in the work and they have motivated me to, to keep it and to actually do it. So it's very exciting. So you've obviously branched out and you've now hired a few people more, so you're you're really getting into the business management of it, which is pretty cool to see. I am. I am. It's a whole new adventure. <laughs> so um, they're helping you with this. What can people expect at this uh, happy hour? Well, yeah, for Earth Day. It is, yes. Um, so, so we're going to start with, um, with a speaking segment of it. So I'm going to introduce the company a little bit, introduce the team that I'm working with, um, it's working for me. Um, and then each of us are going to have a few minutes to talk about, uh, you know, give our, um, give the audience a background of ourselves. Okay. And also um, what topics we are the most interested in. Mm. So, you know, for example, for me, it'll be smart cities. That's what I really like. Um, okay. Another intern of mine, you know, he really likes uh, vegetarianism, which is... Okay. You know, very important to me too because eight years this year I've been a vegetarian. Wow, so. that's that. Do you ever feel still tempted, or do you have you been? That's um, your focus. The, the only thing that I've adjusted uh, my diet for was shrimp. Actually. Okay. Um, I've been eating that the last three years. Okay. But meat, I don't miss. I hear you. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's so many conversation topics to come up. At this event too. I mean, let's start with smart tech. That our city is trying to become one of the smartest tech cities in the world, and I maybe we're still behind in it. There's some speculation we are, so we're trying to catch up. Is that a, is that a good summation? I think that well, that's actually my main focus of this company is is turning New York City into a smart city, um, which is pretty much what you're saying. You know how we're trying to advance technology and. Um, you know, how we're going to use technology to be more efficient as a city. And, you know, there's actually a lot of components that go into that. Um, 
technology is the biggest is I don't want to say the biggest, but it is what connects everything within the smart city. Sure. You know? um, but there, it's not just technology; it's also the way people are living. Um, it's it's actual like earthly elements that go into it. You know, it, it's. I just watched a TED talk actually about a smart city, and it was amazing the way that she described a smart city like the human body. Mm. So it has the different layers of systems. You know, there's the nervous system, there's the lungs. You know, she described the smart city and its components the way that you would describe a human body. Well, that is uh, interesting. I guess we'll get into that more on, on Wednesday night. That'll be a topic of discussion. Well, you know, it was interesting you just said um, that we have to reinvigorate because, you know, Andrew Cuomo uh, this week said we have to reimagine New York. And one of his big priorities is tech. So what can what are you involved with the state leadership? Are you involved talking with them, implementing different programs yet? One is for um, a living community. So we picked a community in Queens that we're, we're focused on proposing ideas for on how to make it more uh, environmentally friendly and also easier for the residents that live there. Mm-hmm. And another competition we're doing is building design. So okay. we're going we're to focus on how we can, well, we're not going to do the actual building, but we're going to design how to build a building with all the um, energy codes, you know, uh, in mind and all the different factors that go into designing a building that performs at its best. Well, that is a big thing. I mean, competition for state contracts and whatnot for tech is a big deal. So it's kind of cool you guys are 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 delving into that. And and with just four people in the company, you're you're shooting high already, which is which is great. <laughs> Absolutely. From the start, it's been a it's been a mission. Um, well, but we're not we're not at all discouraged, you know. And you have a routine. Tell us about that because I feel like. You have to have a sort of routine to get all this accomplished, right? I do, but what kind of routine do you mean? Like a daily routine? Yeah, like a daily routine where, yeah, we're getting up here during this thing, but we have goals to reach. So, and you've been doing it already from your own home, and you're reaching them. So, any advice on the daily routine that can say, hey, if she can do this, we can do this? That's true. Um, and, you know, my routine does vary depending on the kind of week I'm having. <laughs> okay. Some weeks are less productive than others, um, so I guess I'll start with a super productive week and what kind, what I would do. Sure. Um, and you know, I'll I'll say it quarantine wise and and non quarantine wise. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. You know, so so when it when there isn't a quarantine, um, I like to go to the gym at least three times a week. In okay. Person, you know. Uh, and I usually work out two hours every time I go. In the summer, sometimes it's more. Sometimes I, I've been to the gym for five hours at a time. Wow. Um, which I know seems excessive, but but I don't... When I go for five hours, it's not just lifting. It's also, you know, cardio and different agility exercises and everything. So it kind of adds up. Um, as well as running. I like to run. That's good. And, you know, they are encouraging us to, well, they're encouraging us to still do that here, even during quarantine, which is a nice little boost. How much planning has gone into it so far and where, um, where can people, where's the update? Like, where are you at right now with it? It's kind of funny because it actually goes back uh, many years. 
that was my first real planning. Okay. Uh, one, because I did my honors thesis on a project that I planned for Queen's College. So that's where it really started all All of this really started with that honors thesis. Wow. And then after that, when I was working at the company, they were planning their own projects for Queen's College. So my honors thesis actually incorporated those ongoing projects. And have they been in touch with you since, like making sure those projects are going well? I heard from them a few months ago, and then after that, it dropped off again. It's been a it's been a challenging project. Um, okay. Last I heard, the project was was going well. Then all of a sudden, there was funding issues. Then they fixed those issues. <laughs> then there was a change in management, and mm. then now there's COVID. So I really. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> well, I guess you got to just stick with it then for the time being. Um, I, I know that we've been talking about the environment and we're going to have this happy hour on Wednesday. COVID-19, I mean, this is a big topic, the environmental impact of it and how maybe the environment did contribute to the spread of, of uh, COVID. Is that is that true? I was actually reading something today that emphasized how particulate matter so how pollution in the air is actually making the virus worse, um, which unfortunately targets uh, low-income communities even more. Mm. So the problems that they were already having with asthma rates, they're now having the same problem with the virus. Mm. And so how should we react to that as a community and as a city? Well, I think it just stresses the importance of of the projects that were already ongoing or being thought about about how to improve these communities and how we can help the people that are in it, or, you know, in these communities, which, um, you know, it's been a struggle. The people are voicing their concerns about these communities and the people in them and how they're, you know, disproportionately being affected. And now they're trying to come up with solutions for it. And I think that's one of the, the better things, even though that's not the right word, mm. one of the better things about this situation is that it is highlighting all of the issues that we need to fix. Well, let me ask you. So it seems like Earth Day is coming at the perfect time because it's like a perfect storm. You've got COVID. You've still got issues in the environment and things that we could certainly change. So what message do you hope to show us on, on Earth Day? Well, I think the message that that I want to show others is actually something that I was struggling with myself this week. Um, I really had to take the time out because, you know, <laughs> um, I don't know how to explain it perfectly, but I had this question all week, and I'm not really sure why I had it because I'm obviously very passionate about all of this. Sure. For some reason, I kept having the thought, well, why does it matter? Like, mm. why does anything I do right now matter, you know? I was really stuck in a rut. Mm. <laughs> um, it's, it was a tough week. But I came out of it with the conclusion that, it, yes, it still matters. Um, and after everything I read today and, and what you're saying, you know, it, this is a perfect time. It does not matter less. It matters more. Mm. Um, so what I want to tell people is that, you know, 
it may not seem like it's important and maybe they don't seem like they affect things as much as they think they do but they do mm-hmm. and any effort they they make you know it just adds up well you know, it does and i was thinking today so Everybody says, well, you're on the conservative side. Do you still believe in global warming? And do you believe that humans impact the earth? Of course you have to believe the humans impact the earth. There's no doubt about it. But here I find in today's world, everybody knows there's a human impact to reducing the curve, right? Because we're all staying inside. There's that human impact. Well, maybe we can translate into that saying, well, if we know we're impacting each other, why not start to realize how we can impact the earth and how we already are? That's absolutely true. Because I, it's because even this has gotten even Republicans saying it's a human impact that we're making staying in. So I think we could translate that into the environment and the earth. It is, it is, and now you know. I think, um, I think some of it, at least the more conscious people um, that are staying at home now a lot more than before, they're they're noticing their bills are going to go up. You know, their energy bills are going to go up because they're at home. They're using all their electricity. And I think that's gonna that's going to influence people in the way they see this. Also, mm. you know, they're gonna start thinking maybe maybe not with the environment in mind, but they're gonna start thinking about how to save money on their energy bills. And those go hand in hand right now. You know, saving energy is good for the environment and your wallet. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, you talk about conserving. I don't know if you've had this epiphany or anything, but I find in the house there's ways to conserve just things we have in the house that I didn't even know could be done a certain way. Like with the plastic bag 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 coming up, I'm like, well, if I have garbage, I'm not going to put it in a clean bag. I'm going to put it in the already dirty bag because that'll be, to me, conserving. So my question to you is, how have you conserved your space, your energy, your time and energy during this this quarantine? I've been trying to be more conscious about the lights that are on. So when I leave the kitchen or something, I really try to turn it off. At night, um, I must admit that I am comfortable sleeping with a nightlight. Um, but for the last few weeks, I've been really trying to even not do that. Mm. I've been trying to sleep in the dark. So that, that's little ways that I, you know, I conserve energy. Um, but also, I always, I always advocate for recycling. So yeah. I always make yep. sure I do that. Um, yeah, I wish I had more garden access because then I would do some of that. Have you gotten out at least? Have you done walking? You you say you run. You've been able to do that and experience the outside anyhow during all this? Yes, um, I have. I actually went running and flushing. Um, what's the full name? Flushing Meadow Corona Park? Or yeah. Corona Meadow Park? Yeah. But I actually don't live too far from it, so I went running there. And that was really nice. Oh, nice. I got to ask you this because you do some good shuffling. I got to ask, are you still in that shuffling mode? Because that was one of your Absolutely. big things. You are. The raver in me will never die. <laughs> and does that energy you have help you actually build and move the business forward? Well, I was, I was actually going to relate it to the gym. 
Okay. Um, because the the dancing skills that I have have actually made me a better boxer. Oh wow! Um, because of the footwork and being light on your feet and having to move quick, you know. So so those went like they matched so perfectly. And for business, um, yes, you know, um, I would relate running my business this first year. Um, it's the same feeling you get when you're exhausted at like after dancing for hours but you don't want to stop because it just feels so good to dance and like enjoy the music uh-huh. that's how I related to running my company there are days where I am so tired but the results that I get if I keep going are worth it well so you did launch this about a year ago if I'm not mistaken when when you first launched it um, what was that feeling like and for those small businesses that are a little much more impacted this year and and maybe even there are people out there that want to start a business that are afraid. Um, you weren't afraid, so why should anybody else? Tell tell us about that whole st- startup that you did and set up to get here. Uh, I don't want to say I wasn't afraid. I was terrified. <laughs> okay. Um, because my decision to open the company, I've always wanted to open it. Um, but the when was unexpected. Okay. I did not know I was going to start it this, this young, and I did not know I was going to start it last year. Um, it all just kind of came really suddenly. And, you know, I was actually inspired by someone else that I knew that was working with the company that I was working with, uh, working for, actually. Sorry. Okay. And she was just the nicest person, and she seemed so happy about what she was doing. And I later learned that she had her own um, consulting company for the environment. So I kind of, I saw her, I I saw what I was doing at work, and I said, you know, that can be me. Mm. And I put that in my head, and I made it happen. Mm. That can be me. I was scared. I was terrified. I didn't have the money that I needed, really. Um, I took my last two paychecks from from the job um i cashed out my retirement account and i took out a couple loans and that, that's all i had <laughs> mm. and now look at this so it's grown and have you needed the sba program or have you been able to like have you had any difficulties with it i have i have unfortunately um because they seem to apply to companies that have already had payroll for over a year and my company has not um, because I just mm. recently hired more people. Wow. Well, I don't know if you saw this today, but I saw Facebook is offering grants to small businesses of two or more employees, I think, or something to that effect. And and after all of this, I mean, small business people are going to get discouraged. So are how are you staying encouraged through this, and how can others stay encouraged? You know, if you're persistent and you work hard, then the money will come one way or another. No, and it, it will. And of course, you have to have some faith with it too. I know that you are, you know, you have faith in you as well. Does that help you apply and and get your company going every day? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, because without that, you know, you need to believe in yourself in order to apply for the things that will help you. Um, because if you don't believe, then you're not going to apply. You mm. know, because you're not going to think that you even have a shot. Mm. Um, so you have to have that confidence that, you know, 
not necessarily that you will win, but that you deserve to win. Mm. And I think that's how many people need should feel. I mean, because some people don't feel deserved or whatever. They have been kicked around and whatnot. But there's always a rebound, right, at the other side? Yes. Yes, there is. If you don't get one thing, then you'll get something else. And a lot of the time, that thing is better for you than the thing that you thought you wanted. Hmm. So tell us about where we can find you and where we can find, because you're all over, all over the place, but where can we specifically tune into what you're up to on a daily basis? Hmm. Well, daily basis. <laughs> or whatever, like Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. I mean, what? No, no, that's, that's fair. That's a fair question. I do have Twitter. I do have Instagram. I have my own website. Um, I also have a YouTube channel. Oh, nice. So, you know, there's there's plenty of ways to stay updated on what the company is doing well that's good and if people want to register how do they register for wednesday night for wednesday night they have to go on the facebook page okay um so it's moni m-o-n-i environmental consulting that's the facebook page um and then once you're on there then you um will have to answer i think maybe one or two questions very simple and that's how you reserve your spot well there you go and Consulting sounds like a great word, and it sounds like you're you're doing what you can for. And it's not just Queens, right? You're doing this for the whole city. Yes. So what? Um, who like any big clients that we may know that you've been helping out, or any any projects that we should be following? Um. Well, let's see. I actually just worked with Dazney. Okay. So that was a really good, um, good company to work with. Or I'm not sure if really company, but organization. Um, and, and the projects, one of the projects we're applying for right now is with NYSERDA, the New York State Energy Research Development Authority. Okay. Um, that's the short way of saying it, but, but it's NYSERDA and they're, they're really good for promoting renewable energy projects. So if someone's interested in that, then I suggest following them as well. Okay. Now, I've got, speaking of Nye, you just clicked in my brain. You were part of Nyperg as well, were you not in yes. Queens? And how much, how much influence did they have in this decision to go and do your own thing on this journey? Um, well, they actually helped me with public speaking. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, before, before that, I was terrified. I couldn't even do a presentation in front of my classroom. Um, but Nyperg... They force you to go into lecture halls and give a presentation to hundreds of students. They I do. I don't even say force, but it's it's like part of the job. Um, so so they really helped me. It's like you know, after I spoke to hundreds of people, you know, everything became so much easier. <laughs> mm. Well, yeah, and they do what they do is they put you right at the front of a 400-person lecture hall before like 10 minutes before class starts. And, exactly. And I, actually, those have been pretty effective, I'm sure, because it got a lot of people to join from those in-class meetings, right? That's true. So, That's true. And, you know, like they do give you a script to follow, but a lot of the time you're just in such a, like, I wouldn't say hurry, but it's very spontaneous because you kind of don't always know exactly what classroom you're going to go into or who's going to be there or anything like that. So you just kind of have to do your best under that situation, you know, to to inform the students about it and, and get them excited about it. Where did the passion to become an environmental 
uh, you know, consultant and, and to care for the environment even more come from? Um, so it's, it actually came from a daydream. Okay. Um, I know that sounds silly, but I actually started Queens College with an urban studies major. So I always knew that I wanted to solve city problems. Always. New York has been my home and the love of my life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I always wanted to solve the issues. But then one day I was laying down, actually in the back of my best friend's car. Um, He was driving with our other friend. And this this vision came to my head um, of two two different earths like Earths. It was two different Earths. So one was like dirty and really struggling and the other one was this like really bright, clean, you know, everything was blue, green and white, like the way that it's supposed to be. And I decided that urban studies was good, but it didn't involve everything that I wanted it to. Okay. So I decided that environmental studies would actually include the entire scope, you know. The whole planet was what ended up being what I wanted to fix. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what they say? I love this line from uh, Sunday in the Park with George. And uh, George says, you know, a vision is a vision if it's only in your head. So it really is about making that vision come to life. And that's what I try to highlight here on this podcast. So thank you for being part of this. I'm happy to be. And uh, we will definitely have you back. And we'll uh, we'll join you on the happy hour. What time is it again? That's 5.30. 5.30. So we'll be jumping on there, and uh, it should be fun. These these Zoom meetings, the social distancing isn't really distant if you have this type of technology, you know? It's true. It's true. It's, it's been helping a lot. Yeah, because you're extroverted. You want to talk to people, so I can imagine <laughs> that something like this is is a, a big thing to, to see how technology helps. So. It's true. And, and stay also, connected. you know, my family's not here. They're in Connecticut. So this technology has been crucial for me to stay in touch with them. Well, hopefully we'll get up there soon. And like I see June 1st might be lifting restrictions. We'll have to see how that goes. Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> money, push through this and we will talk to you soon. Thank okay. you so much. Great. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Well, he's back. Yes, that is Mike Myers, Radio Hope. He's back with me. Uh, back so soon. I love it. How you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well. You know, I had a... Oh, my gosh. I had a blast yesterday. I got a couple mopeds that actually have the, 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 the pedals that you pedal to get them started. Okay. And I've, des- I've decided I needed to... I need to sell them. Pay off my big bike. Anyway, I just had fun tooling around town and being a being a dork. Well, that's good. You need to get out, right? Everybody needs to get out. So how did you do that? Did you wear a mask or did you just walk around like a normal human being or roll around like a normal oh. human being? Oh, oh, yeah. So we go right to the mask. Oh, that's great. That's, you know, no, I didn't. Good. I didn't and I sneezed everywhere I went. <laughs> this is why I love you. You're a rebel, Michael. You're a rebel. I mean, hey, you know, there is some good yeah. news on the horizon, though. They might be lifting restrictions here in New York by June 1st. And, okay, remember yesterday we were talking about how the governor should treat their citizens better if they want states' rights type of thing? Yeah. My next step is, 
if they start criticizing Trump's immigration ban, they're going to be so hypocritical because they're doing the same thing to us, locking us all in. So, yeah, they, yeah, I, uh, I, there's a, I think I mentioned this before, there's this great big mural here in beautiful Boone, Iowa, on the side of a building, it's, uh, it's, it's Trump, says Trump 2020, I mean, it's humongous, it's huge, and there's a wall that they're building in front of it, in a, for a green space, and it's the back wall of, uh, like a little, um, oh, for music, little music concerts and stuff, and I wanted to take a picture of it and say, huh, walls do work. Well, what work? Walls. It's like, because oh, huh. people are, people are <laughs> just having a great time making fun of the fact that there's this wall that's being put up in front of this big Trump 2020 uh, huh. mural. And I don't know. It's just hypocritical. Yes, yeah. sir. So... How was your show yesterday? I know you invited someone on in studio. How 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 did it go? It went extremely well. He is uh, Brian Hanna is a fantastic guy. The Rose Center has reopened. I think it's one of the few places in town that was uh, you know recommended they close down, and then because it's folks with mental issues, they recommended it be the first first place that opened back up. I guess I don't know. Well, that's, um, I'm glad that they opened up because obviously you don't want those with mental issues walking the streets, especially during this time. And I've always thought people who are homeless or maybe have the mental issues are more likely to carry because they're out and about more than you and I might be. Oh, oh, so, so, so let me get this right. So I was diagnosed with uh, manic depression, so I would be one of those. So you... So what you're saying is that I'm more apt to be a carrier of the COVID-19? Uh, no. Wow. I, I could specify that wow. if you want me to. No, but... Um, you did what? I, I could specify that if you want me to. I'm just saying that it's... It's, <laughs> it's true, though, that the homeless population is a possible carrier. And so they need that... They need those facilities open, I would think, for those who don't have a home and, and are having issues I don't know but everybody's a possible carrier yeah yeah at least at least we're doing antibody testing but this reminds me did you hear the story that a doctor was trying to get uh, folks in Miami who were homeless tested and he got arrested for doing that hmm well actually I I've been thinking about giving giving uh, plasma Uh, but my wife said probably not a good time but Hey, I think it's come and gone in our household. I just, I'm just telling you. I mean, sometimes people don't even have the symptoms and they've had it and it's gone. And so, who knows? By the way, talking about Radio Hope, he's on at 9 a.m. Eastern time. So flip on over there after my droning on is done and uh, enjoy his probably much more useful commentary because he's got a lot of stuff on his mind. Oh, that is just so not even. Hey, you know what? You do that so well. You of of reminding people, hey, this is who's on, and I listen to your interviews, and you, you're marvelous. Well, I try and conduct it like a radio interview. I think I, I don't know. I feel like people with podcasts who are um, who don't interview, like I don't know how to say it, but and we talked about this before. It's about making it sound 
to me anyway, I want to make it sound like a radio show because that's my ultimate goal one day. So that's kind of how I built my podcast. Oh, well, you, you do it well. I, I just tend to run off of the mouth. Which isn't bad either. I mean, people love that. I mean, look at your followers. Every day you wake up and you got about, uh, you got a lot of listeners. I've been, I've been following it coming on because they love what you got to say. Want me to keep on sending you money? Sure, I'll I'll, uh, I'll send you my address. I just moved. No, <laughs> I'm uh, uh, that's, that's funny. That is funny. So yeah, and um, I don't know. It just felt good to wake up today, and you know that. But it just felt really good to not be congested and know that our city is possibly going to be lifted lockdown. And by the way, Kim Jong Un is on his possible deathbed, which is kind of interesting to read too. Oh. Wow. Well, aren't you just... What do you think of this statement? Folks, the more you respond to Trump haters, the more you could be spreading the hatred. Let them vent and don't waste your time or energy. He will be our president for another four years. Now, you know, I just had... I believe that, too. I actually just had an environmental consultant on. She's not uh, a crazy, you know, rah-rah, global warming. She's a very reasonable person, so I wanted her on. She's doing a happy hour for Earth Day tomorrow, which I think is pretty cool. A happy hour? Yeah, they're going to do like a Zoom happy hour to talk about Earth Day and talk about the environment. I think that's kind of interesting in this time we're in right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's it's kind of like, you know, loosen up, but uh, this morning's show is going to be about, I've started reading the AA book last night it's, it's called full of the wrong spirit with a question mark okay well yeah because one gotcha yep gotcha there and um bottle of wine yeah and so you read the book and it inspired you to make a this is what i love about podcasting you could take your everyday experience and put it on somewhere on a platform which it sounds like you're about to do today as you do every day yeah. actually well i back in 1990 uh i was a little too much full of the wrong kind of spirit and had to come to come to the truth Jesus awakening and I just dumped it all down the sink and I was accused of alcohol abuse for doing that I mean you can't win for losing wow well I'm glad that you got rid of that um and so I are you sober sober like I don't know how to say it, but do you still have it once you know but not as a heavy I guess do you still have wine and whatnot um Absolutely. In fact, yesterday I had a beer, and that was it for the day. And I might not have. It's just scary when 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 something like alcohol has, you know, instead of you having the bottle, the bottle has you. And I don't think people understand what intense. I mean, the 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 withdrawal, the DTs, the hearing things and seeing things and. Man, I get it. I have never gone through that. I'm grateful, but I know people that have and are right now. It's oh. it's tough. I mean, it's scary. So, any particular a part of a part of that book that you're going to talk about, or just the whole whole book you you've been reading? Well, I think in general, it's going to be about you know the higher power. You choose your own. High. They're trying to keep religion out of it spirituality is one thing they don't want it to be all christianized or or muslimized or whatever 
so you talk about higher power. Well, I know people that say, well, my higher power are my children. Well, I don't know. I mean, that might be, you know, fantastic people to want to be well so you can be around them longer. But I don't know. If you don't have a higher power that's like the highest power, so it's like a sense um a sanitized just 12 steps and that's it no faith involved just a just a 12 step thing in the book and then that's it they don't even talk about god or or any kind of spirit of sorts oh no no aa is is a very god-centered um program in fact that's one of the reasons why it has the kind of success it does but if people you know, let's say, well, your higher power can be a light bulb. Well, a light bulb filament can go out, and then where's your higher power? Mm, like, so true. Maybe you need a little better higher power. And we all talk about I, that. I, I've noticed a lot of people still say, you know, there's someone up there. I know it. And I'm just like, you could say that that you believe in God. I mean, I don't know. I think that's the only person up there. But maybe some don't think that way. Well, and then the excitement of, oh, you're right. And then the excitement of, understanding the way I get this whole God thing is he's not only up there, but then he comes to live on the inside and you get these, what I call conviction notices. If I'm being a jerk Mm. and they're not beat you up kind of, it's more like, Oh man, you say you love your wife. You, you, you lay down your life for your wife. Like Christ did for the church. And you just called her a what you made fun of her. What you did? What? Conviction notices. I, mean, I love that. Um, I really love that. Wait, did, did you come up with that on your own? Because I feel like you have a lot of yeah. Myersisms. It, it's 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 you know like some and the cool thing is is it, it, the cops are going to pull you over and say, "I'm sorry, sir, you're too full of joy. Uh, you really <laughs> need to." Uh, there's no law against that. I mean, there's anyway. I'm getting all excited. I don't want to get preachy, but I got to tell you, it is great to be alive. Well, I'll let you get to your show, but you know what we've got to do now? A Myrism every day, because now you just let me into a... You, you, you just struck a chord in my brain that says, we've got to get a Myrism from them. I mean, conviction notices, there's got to be a lot more where that that wisdom comes from. <laughs> and, look, and I, I, I would appreciate you praying for me, sir. Yes. I've got to get started on this book. <laughs> I know, I was putting it together a little bit on Sunday, then I just kind of lost my well, motivation to write more. At least you started. Well, you know what? We could sprint together. To... What that means is we could sprint right together, and we can both update each other. Hey, how much have you gone, or how much have you gone, or this, that, and the other. You know what? Accountability. That, I, I'm having a little spiritual, oh, thank you. And that's an important thing, is to have an accountability partner. So, you know, and, and then we can't lie about it. Right. Like, I didn't do any work yesterday on the book, but if I did, I'd let you know, hey, today, here's what I did, and then you could say, hey, here's what I did, and then we can mix it together. Like I'm, that. Still, uh, I'm still trying to figure out the way to format it properly so it doesn't take me forever just to get it to format for an e-book. Because I'm open to have some little mini-books out, you know, maybe just a, a short, something short about this. I don't know. Now I'm feeling so much pressure. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll let you relax. Get get relaxed for your show because that's when the best work okay. is done for anybody is when they're not under pressure. And we will talk to you soon okay. and actually tomorrow. So, Mike, enjoy the show. <laughs> Tune in to him on Radio Hope right now. So, love you, okay, brother. Have a great show. Okay, Mike.
Bye. I'm Alex Garrett. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, and we'll see you again tomorrow.